This call is being recorded. Hello. Hi, Ray. This is just Dominic at Bullet and Flight Radio. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I am doing spectacular. Hey, listen, let me tell you, your singles are really blowing up on Bullet and Flight Radio. It has really set Bullet and <laughs> Flight ablaze. <laughs> so, anyone, everyone, please help me welcome to the show. Ray. Ray Currington, you've heard his music, you groove into his music, and now we get the opportunity to speak to the man himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so, so incredible. Okay. I'm so, I'm just so grateful for uh, y'all's support and so happy to uh, discover your platform and just to be a part of it in any way. It's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, it's, uh, and likewise, it's amazing to have you on the platform because this platform was made for indie artists like yourself. So let me ask you a few questions. Let's get uh, okay. right into this interview. <laughs> How did you get into music? How did you get into ministry? And how did you get into this business? Ah, Well, I mean, I feel like I was never not in music uh, just because, you know, I grew up in a family of, church singers. Uh, my mother has always been on a praise team. My sister has always been on a praise team. I'm the baby of the family. Uh, so I just grew up around singing, uh, family singing in church, family singing at home. Um, and so it's always just kind of been a part of me. They say, you know, I was bopping the music and picking out uh, singing parts and stuff when I was even, you know, before I could even really talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, what kind of church did you grow up in? Non-denominational, just the, you know, evangelical space. Um, and yeah, just again, you know, witnessing, um, my mother and my sister in particular, uh, doing praise, praise and worship, being on praise teams. And then, uh, when I became a teenager, I joined the teen choir. And so that was kind of my, even though I'd like you know, sung on stage or, you know, on church podiums. Of course, I was the musical kid in school, so I did, like, school plays and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I feel like joining the teen choir was really, like, my first, like, really being a part of music ministry, I guess. Um, that, and then, yeah, uh, you know, just from there learning, oh, you're you're good at writing. Oh, you want to learn how to produce music and you know you're you're good at figuring out how to arrange music and and, and coming up with with concepts you know maybe yeah. maybe there's an artist under there and so uh when I went off to college that was really me embarking on a solo artist career I went to to Belmont uh here in Nashville I grew up in Columbus okay. Ohio uh so we, we you know I just moved down uh, uh, to Nashville and recorded a couple of albums just in my dorm rooms. <laughs> wow. And, Did you know, you just kind any... of learned how to. Hmm? Did you take any college courses, obviously, while you were down there specifically for music production or. Yeah. Yeah. It was a music business program. And so more so the business side than the, the production side. I, okay. you know, of course, took a couple of demo uh, production courses, intro to audio things, but yeah, m more m most of it was around like copyright law and 
uh, publishing yeah. and, and and that side of the the, the industry. Uh, which See, I, I wanted to learned, stress that maybe I don't want to <laughs> maybe I don't want to be in maybe I don't want that kind of a position but it was good right. information to have <laughs> correct and see I wanted to point that out that's why I asked you that about your curriculum and what you learned while you were in school because sometimes people will think oh yeah okay I'll go to school I'll do this and you know in my private time I can kind of have this hobby. But, no, if you really want to get into the business, and I'm talking to the listeners right now, you have to learn all aspects of music. You can't just be good in front of the mic. You've got to learn the business side, and that's what I hear you saying. So far, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah, you can get, that... you can get robbed real easy if you don't know the business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm, yeah. And I think I, I think I had witnessed entirely too many – stories you know I grew up in a home where I really wasn't allowed to listen to anything but gospel music uh but even in even in the gospel world I had learned about artists being cheated from you know Twinkie Clark to Angelo and Veronica you know these were artists that I you know looked up to and so to hear their stories and see oh there's you know there's this shadiness that happens sometimes maybe I should learn about that and learn how to avoid it and then to learn about you know artists outside of of the gospel world to see people like Tony Braxton and TLC and, you know, just all the yeah. artists that, that have uh, come forward with their, their horror stories of, of being robbed. <laughs> so, so true. And I don't want to get off the point, but you just said no, no. <laughs> a name that I haven't heard in a long time. And I used to sing backup for them. We went on the road and sang backup. <laughs> I used to sing for Fred Hammond and Radical for Christ. And uh-huh, we went on the road with, we went on the road with Angelo and Veronica. And oh, I was at the studio with them. Brad Hammond. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I uh, spent a lot of time with Angelo and Veronica in the studio during one of their projects when they were uh, working with Face to Face or uh, Fred Hammond's uh, production company. So, wow, that's so cool to hear you say their name. Shout out to Angelo and Veronica. I have yeah, yeah, names in Veronica. Amazing singers. I mean, I grew up on their music. I grew up on Anointed. Yeah. I grew up on Fred Hammond. Oh uh, my God. I mean, he's just he's just it for me in terms of you know gospel influences, gospel male vocal influences. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I soaked up all of that. Yolanda Adams, C.C. Winans. I can I can go on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So tell me, what instruments do you play? What are or what are some of your secret talents? Oh goodness! Well, you know, I'm I really kind of have a Michael Jackson approach when it comes to music. I really don't play any instruments other than my voice well, and even that, I feel weird saying like I, I sing really well. <laughs> but no, I you know I well, know you how to, do. I know how to I know how to, I know how to you know play around on a, on a keyboard. I know maybe a few chords on guitar. Uh, it's actually, uh, you know, on the other side of this project that, you know, we're, we're currently pushing. I really do want to uh, become a, a decent rhythm guitarist. I, I'm really excited about kind of digging into that. But, yeah, outside of that, uh, when I was in uh, school, uh, I was in the marching band. So I played the clarinet and the saxophone. So I, I ah. used to know how to read music. I did. I don't know See, if I can do that, that? I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> y'all hear that? See, secret habits, secret, secret talents, and yes. Okay. <laughs> but I, I do not own, I, I should probably own one of those woodwind instruments just to kind of have around <laughs> and, and kind of keep sharp with it. But 
uh, yeah, I think I think my secret talent really is just um, having, and really it just it doesn't feel like it comes from me, but just this, the songs that just kind of find their way uh, in the ether, and I pick them up and figure out how to turn them into something that can be recorded music. That that is uh, what I live for when it comes to music. It's what I love the most is, is songwriting and figuring out how to turn mm-hmm. songs into a great production. I agree. And that is, that is a secret talent. And some people will say, and, and you know this as, as a musician, and I call you a musician, because the Lord gives you or the Spirit gives you melodies. Not just words, but he gives you melodies. Mm-hmm. And that is music, and that does make you a musician. And so to, to all you folks out there that may feel like inadequate because you may not play an instrument the way you would want to play, or you may not play an instrument at all. If God gives you a song, a melody, a reason to sing, then then you are a, mu- a musician and you are more than adequate to do what you've been called to do. So I just want to throw that out there for all listeners who may who may want to do and one day be like right. <laughs> <laughs> well absolutely and some of the greatest music um, some of the greatest albums, some of the greatest artists that I love, um, what makes the music so great is the fact that there were so many great people involved in so many different aspects of it. It wasn't just one person yeah. playing all the instruments and, and recording all the voices and doing all the engineering themselves. It was a collaborative effort. And um in this indie world, in this digital streaming age, everybody has access to GarageBand on their laptops or whatever. Um, I know just for cost sake and also just for, you know, uh, uh, just cutting your teeth uh, on getting into the, the music world, uh, a lot of things are do-it-yourself. A lot of things are, yeah. how can I take it all over and be a one-man band, be a one-man management, all the things, team. Um, but I do think there does come a time when uh, once you've kind of learned everything you can learn, like we were talking about with the music business, you know, learning how to, uh, how things work behind the scenes and getting a good understanding of everything. uh, It really does help to then crack that open and collaborate and bring in the best guitar player and bring in the best bass player and bring in the people who can do strings and the best mixing engineers and mastering engineers. It's only going to make uh, the music better. That's right. That's right. And don't be ashamed of what you bring, because what you bring, is, and I'm not talking to you, I'm, I'm speaking in no, general, no, yeah. um, of what you bring to the table uh, musically. You may be the one who brings this organic song, this organic mm-hmm. message. And and I know you've, you've probably experienced this. I have experienced this personally, Ray, of working with musicians because I also don't play an instrument. I can get it into the studio and bang out some keys on the keyboard. <laughs> but to actually play them, I need a musician to hear the chord and go ahead and take it further. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I used to be, when I was younger, I used to be ashamed of the fact that I could not play the way that I should play, just like you. I was in marching band, and I played tuba. Okay, Tuba. <laughs> and I was learning how to read, you know, the 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 from the bass clef and and, and reading uh, those notes and, and and all of that. And that wasn't really 
where I was going myself or what the Lord really had for me and my destiny because he had given me songs and I got acquainted with music enough to be competent enough to go into the studio and have conversations and create music. So never be ashamed of where you are, where you start, because you don't know where you're going. Yeah. And speaking of where you're going, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, in in learning your strengths and owning those and playing to them, and there's nothing wrong with going, man, I really wish I was good at something like this thing I wish I was stronger in, and, you know, putting some energy and, and time behind that to improve. But, you know, yes. really, really play on your strengths, too, because that's, that's, that's key. That's right. That is so true. So speaking of that, strengths and, and time, where do you see your ministry, your music career in the next 10 years? Oh, goodness. I, I have no idea because it's, it, it's been such an interesting tra- trajectory so far uh, that, you know, I think, you know, I just turned 30 last month. Um, oh, and so I'm just, I'm so, ex- thank you. <laughs> so I'm really excited to see what my 30s look like. Um, yeah. I, I can tell you there will be more music. Um, but, you know, as you, as I'm sure you can tell from, you know, these singles that I've been releasing so far this year, I uh, am very eclectic and my music doesn't always fit in any one particular thing. And I feel that I feel like that we just talked about strengths earlier. I feel like that is a strength and something that I just need to totally just yes. uh, just own and and just jump into even more. And so I'm excited to explore all kinds of different genres. This 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 album uh, that I hope to release next year is on the R and B side, um, but I think the other things that I put out may not be that. I want to explore Americana. I want to explore rock music. I want to explore all kinds of different things. So yes, you think, don't fit I into a box. You never will. No, no, <laughs> not at all. So yeah, I think that that's happening in the future. A lot more collaborations. You know, it may not. It may not just be the Ray Currenton show all the time. It may be, you know, yeah. different bands or different uh, uh, collaborative efforts. Uh, you know, maybe me writing for more people. Maybe me producing for more people. I love doing that. So uh, that's what I see. Just, just more of what what I hope, more of what has always been my, my goal in making music, just leaning into yeah. all of that more. Well, I, personally, I am I am a fan of your music. I love your writing style. I love your arrangement style from one musician to the other. You have inflections in your voice that remind me of Beyonce. <laughs> well, I, I version. all the time. I was actually I was listening to uh, the Renaissance a little bit <laughs> before you called. <laughs> and you remind yeah, me I, of. I'm definitely a student of her. <laughs> if B. Slade and Beyonce had a love child, then that's the voice. That's you <laughs> to me. Okay, that's that that is a huge compliment because we could also talk for an hour, probably three hours about B. Slade um, right. and his uh, mentorship and just who he is to me as a, as a person, let yeah. alone as an artist. He is, he's meant so much and be, just been so formative to me. Uh, so shout out B. I, I love you to death. Truly. Well, seriously. I mean, this, this, B. Slade is a trailblazer in every way. And I know that <laughs> yes. it's easy to say that, 
and it, it sounds like a compliment, but it's it's hard to live that to to be mm-hmm. to live in your truth, to be one of the first people to be brave and honest, and still walk in your integrity and your Christianity. And yes, shout out to be slave for real. <laughs> um, I know we talked a little bit about your childhood and what your childhood was like. Uh, your influence, being influenced by your mom and your sister, and music and the church. Uh, talk to me about what project you would like to. If well, actually, I'll say it this way: if you could collaborate with anybody, and now we talked about some fantastic musicians, we who did. would it be and why? Oh goodness. Uh... You know what? I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe surprise you with this one. Um, you know who would actually be amazing to work with? Uh, Mavis Staples. Um, and I'm gonna. Wow. Yeah, she. I see her really as the ultimate example of taking gospel into the world and doing yeah. it all. I mean, she has had so many different phases and eras, acts, I guess you could call uh, them, uh, to her life, her journey. Um, And it's touched on everything. It's been soul. It's been gospel. It's been R&B. She had that phase with Prince that was amazing, and people don't talk about that enough, you know, just making those awesome pop records in the 80s and, you know, to now have this resurgence in the Americana sphere. Um, I just think it's it's really, really cool to to see her legacy. Um, and she's just amazing. She's just this guttural, she is raw. Um, and to me she just embodies like that that God's love presence in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's done cool things. She's worked with Vivi and Cece. I mean, she's just done just really, really awesome stuff. So I would love to do like something really avant-garde and out of the box with her because she seems down for it. I mean, she's done some really interesting collaborations even just in the last 10 years. So uh, yeah, I'd love exploring what we could do and do something kind of, kind of, uh, kind of fun, folky, bluesy. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be fun. (laughs) That would be so cool to hear. (laughs) That would really be, wow. You you definitely are an eclectic musician. I can. Tell you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that that's nice. So, talk to me about what you want your music to say. What? Talk to me about the great passion and conviction that you want your music to convey. Now, folks have already heard yeah. in the intro. Just so you know, they've already heard in the intro that you mix spirituality with a political message. Uh, mm-hmm. Your ministry is not contained within the four walls of any church, but that was from me. I want you to tell people from your own lips about your calling, your passion, your conviction. Yeah, I think two things. Um, uh, I think my music, because it just, comes from me it's my story usually and and what I feel comfortable kind of sharing with the world and that that, that story really is one of just self-reflection self-journey um self-actualization just figuring out uh what I'm supposed to be doing here on this planet and doing it to the best of my ability 
Um, and so I feel like that, that, that thread goes all the way back to my very first album, Cardiac Arrest, which came out 10 years ago, um, to the music that, you know, we've been releasing this year with, with Make It With Me, with The Roundabout. You know, these songs are um, really about how do we find hope and how do we find um, purpose when things are really just falling apart right before our very eyes. You know, it can yeah. kind of get a little scary, you know, looking out into yeah. the world. So, you know, it's that. But then it's also really about community because I want to find the other yeah. people that are doing that. I want to find the other people that are um, trying to be their best selves, that are trying to, you know, uh, save this world or at least cut out, carve out some piece of it and make it a safe haven for each other and be yeah. there for each other and and lift each other up and make something beautiful. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just like describing the song, make it with me, but that's really like, uh, that is the, that truly is like the thesis of all of my music and probably will be yeah. forever. Uh, cause I just had such a heart for, uh, people and, and trying to figure out how we really solve a lot of these problems in the world. They aren't really that hard, but I think people yeah. just kind of got to get out of their, uh, self-absorption, the narcissism, the, 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 the fame culture, celebrity culture stuff that uh, kind of numbs us from the reality of what we're, what we're looking at and, and start being much more communal and uh, empathetic. Amen to that. That is so true. And might I add that your music also makes the statement of, and I've kind of alluded to this throughout our interview and our conversation today, is that you do not have to live within the box. Whatever box no. people put you in, you don't have to live there. You don't have to stay there. And that is what I get from your music, and it inspires me to be my authentic self. God knows me. God loves me. God loves us. We love him. And there's so much power in that truth. That's what I get from your music. <laughs> I feel that conviction from, from from you, and I feel that that is the message of love that you're trying to convey to all of us. And you're yeah, right. And I don't have I don't have all the answers. I am not um, trying to sell anything. Some product. If I was if I was smart and a grifter, I would have some book or something or some twelve step course or something to get people to subscribe to. Uh, but no, that's not, that's not at all what I'm about. I, you know, I, I do my best to be optimistic, but I have hard days. I have hard, I have, I have hard weeks. <laughs> I have hard years and it's all about, okay, well, how do we recenter? How do we, you know, get back to that light, get back to that purpose? Yeah. Um, and yeah. And that's what the good news is about. Yeah, yeah. The good news and us as Christians sharing the good news is not to tell you who you can and cannot be but to tell you about the love of Jesus Christ. That's it. Yes. Absolutely. And, yes. So now tell everyone, tell your fans, tell all of our listeners where we can find you on social media. Oh, it's, it's super duper. I've tried to make it super duper easy. It is Ray Curenton everywhere. So if you know how to spell my name, R-A-Y-C-U-R-E-N-T-O-N, uh, it's at Ray Carrington on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, the Facebook channel is Ray Carrington. I am on TikTok. I, 
it, it, it feels very young to me. So I don't do a lot of TikTok, <laughs> but I'm there if you want to if you want to see what I might do with it in the future. If anything, uh, we're there as well. Uh, but yeah, I mostly I mostly live on on Twitter. Uh, I am also active on on Instagram and, and Facebook as well. <laughs> and we've got a music good, video good. coming uh, uh, soon. So yeah, you're gonna want to be uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel as well. That's right. Now, uh, everyone, from the date that this recording is taking place to the time that it airs, please check out his music video. We it has it will debut the middle of August, I believe, the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. This yes. obviously is airing Memorial Day weekend, so that was a couple of weeks ago. So please check out his music video. I've seen clips of it, and it looks fantastic. He's not only a singer, but he is an actor. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he can dance. So he's a triple threat. You know, check him out. He's, he's here to stay. He's making some noise. And we love it. We love it. We love it. Ray Carrington, we love you. We want well, I to... love you back. <laughs> We want to continue to encourage you and everyone, hang tight, because at the commercial break, after we pay a few bills, we are going to play Ray Carrington. All this music that we have, we are going to let you know who this brother is and that we love him and he loves you. (laughs) (laughs) So be sure to check it out right here on Bullet and Flight Radio, your story, our station. Ray, I want to thank you for talking to me today, taking time out of your busy schedule and talking to me and the fans because we love you and uh, we will continue to hold you up. Well, thank you so much. Uh, This is a blast. This is wonderful. So thank you, Dominic, and thank you, everybody. God bless. God bless. All right. God bless you. (laughs) 